Hi friend, I'm Tanya Gill. Welcome to Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. Together, we explore the ways through life's stickiest moments and how to live with more peace, joy, love, and gratitude. We're going to talk honestly about what isn't easy so you can discover the light within you that will carry you forward. My friend, this podcast is about you in real life, your body, mind, and soul, and the opportunity to not only live your best, but shine doing it. Hello, my friends. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, in perfectly imperfect style, I have recorded this really incredible conversation with my friend Cheryl Stelt, who is a spiritual teacher and energy healer. And unfortunately, the sound quality is not awesome, but fortunately, the content is incredible. I hope you enjoy this awesome, beautiful conversation. From my heart to yours, enjoy and please ignore the poor sound quality on my end this time around. I love you. Welcome friends to Lighten Up. I am so honored to be sharing space today with a friend of mine. My friend Cheryl Stelt joins us from the beautiful Red Rocks of Colorado. And Cheryl is an energy healer and teacher. She is someone who teaches others about the energy and spiritual relationship that we have between our body and something greater than us. And Cheryl, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Tanya. It is just such a joy to sit with you. It is such a joy to sit with you. You know, earlier you said to me, Tanya, I'm not a healer. Sorry, we had a conversation and you said, Tanya, I'm not a healer. When you hear me call you a healer, what happens for you? Oh, I light up. I light up now. It never used to always be that way. But as soon as you call me a healer, I just, I feel light within my being. That you corrected me. How did you describe yourself? Um, I I am a healer. I am a spiritual teacher. I teach meditation, healing. I am all about healing and empowerment. Healing and empowerment. That is my purpose. And however that looks, I move into that as much as possible. You are a magnificent human. Um, I... It's incredible for me to share space with you. I I feel like the universe just brought me to you and you to me in such a magical way. In fact, I don't even remember how that is at this point, because all I can recall is the connection that I felt with you the first time I shared space with you. Um, and that that kind of connection is something that I think very few people really know how to tune into or notice when it's happening or when it happens, they kind of push it away because it feels uncomfortable. I get it. It creates a vulnerability. It does create a vulnerability. And so I think to myself, like, why am I drawn so drawn to Cheryl? What is it about Cheryl that I'm so drawn to? And, um, you know, I, I know that, that you do, 
chakra rating. And I am becoming so aware of the energy within us and around us and how it all really flows together or doesn't. And when I think about chakras, the very first image I have is a row of glorious balls of colored light. My question for you is, as someone who does chakra readings, what's the first thought that comes to you when I when someone says chakra? Uh, balls of light, but more than that, they're definitely made of light, but I don't see the traditional colors. Or if I do, it's very, very rare that I might see one or two. There's absolutely light. The chakras are made of light. We are made of light. We are made of the whole universe is love and light. And what happens is, uh, you know, there are so many spiritual teachers. So my story that I make up to explain that, why don't I see the colors? Because I do see colors. I do see colors to a certain extent. But I think probably some guru in the Himalayas meditating all the time, meditated on, on their particular chakras, and those were the colors. And so they were so blown away and learned so much through what was going on within them that they wanted to share it with others and began to teach. And then, and then you, you have the ripple effect. And so that's taught and taught and taught and taught. And I, I just recently, you know, I do a lot of chakra readings. I love doing the chakra readings. And I recently saw sky blue in a, in a sacral chakra which I'd never seen before. Like, wow, that's so cool. What is the quality of that? So we are all unique human beings. Yes, we have a liver. Yes, we have a heart. We have bones. We have all these different physical components to our bodies. And we have different emotions. And our DNA and even our fingerprints are completely different, not the same. And so why should our chakras be 100% identical? It doesn't work that way. It totally and, doesn't. And what I've discovered is that people that meditate on the colors and those lotus flowers with the lotus petals and the colors, they superimpose that on their chakras. And then I have to move Clear that them. out of the way. Move that out of the way so I can see what's really happening. It's just it's just like a cover. It, co it doesn't... To me, it doesn't really benefit them. So I, I would never encourage anybody to just meditate on the colors, but you can certainly meditate on the qualities. You can meditate on the qualities. And uh, and there's, you know, each person that comes to me for a chakra reading, I don't do chakra readings if people are just kind of curious, want to see what's happening, because the information that moves through me is too vague. It's not as much fun. I like to do the chakra readings to get to know that individual at a deeper level. So I always ask for an intention. What, what do you want to know? Where is it you want to be? You know, and the chakra reading in itself is very much about healing and empowerment. So it's to help the individual understand what are the blocks, the energetic blocks that are getting in their way. And then What's the empowerment piece? Where is the energy flowing well? And what are their superpowers? And so knowing the chakras that way, I can, you know, I can witness all that. And there's no, I don't have a sort of a cookie cutter 
method that I follow, except I just look at the chakra. So there is a front and a back to each chakra, a top and a bottom, a middle, a side, you know, the sides and, and different energy flows, different energy flows where we are just not the same. And so it's holding that person in that and really being of service and letting them know more about themselves reflecting back and the number one comment i get after a chakra reading is wow that was so bang on that was so bang on and even at times sometimes if there's external energy not not something that people have created for themselves or that's working within the being within the chakra if there's something outside that's really getting in their way it's really easy to move that energy for me quickly in just a matter of minutes to uh to move things out of the way but it's really through doing the chakra readings that i've learned so much about people i've learned about the chakras and not everything ties into everything i've read in books in the past there's and and that's an element of intuition and you know one of the things that i talk about um in my self-love adventure is actually cultivating intuition because um, you know, as I listen to you talk about chakras, for example, I recognize there may be listeners right now who don't even know what a chakra is. So if I was to ask you to define, first of all, what a chakra is, how would you define it, Cheryl? Energy centers. You know, we have thousands of energy pathways in our in our beings. We are mm -hmm. energetic. If you I, I remember more than 25 years ago, I went to a workshop with Lee Poulos uh, in Victoria. He was he was from Vancouver and he was an amazing psychologist. And that's when tapping TFT and EFT uh, first came in. And he was one of the, you know, one of the trailblazers with that. So it was really cool to be in on this when it first started. And I remember him showing a slide with all these energy pathways blew me away, you know, and then I, I did eventually uh, get a diploma in acupressure. And so in any kind of Chinese medicine or modality, there's all the meridians and and then we have the chakras and then we have the idem and the shushumna if you if you study yoga. And so there's there's multiple, multiple, multiple. We are energetic beings. We are electric. And so to see that and to witness that, and yet we are not all built 100% identically, you know, and, and you can, there's machines now that read the chakras. There's all these different, uh, all these different things that are going on. And, um, and it's it's really every time I do a chakra reading, it's an adventure. I'm very adventurous. And so it's an adventure. You know, the stakes are kind of high. I, I I have to be on, but it's always it's always there. The information always comes. It's it's super cool. And I never imagined myself in a million years, even a decade ago, let alone 20 years ago, that I would be doing chakra readings. It was never a plan. I never even wished, oh, I hope I would love to be able to read chakras or even do um, psychic readings or that sort of thing. You know, my big, my big what the fuck moment. I mean, that's the purpose of your podcast. Yeah. When I was guided, I was told by a spiritual teacher twice that I was a spiritual teacher. 
And I, I just, I thought, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. There is no way. And, and back then it was more like I had so much healing to do myself. And it was all I could do was to work on myself, let alone help others. So sure, I taught meditation. And then eventually, I, I did become an energy healer. And, and I did that in multiple modalities through shamanism and acupressure and, and Reiki and everything else. But then I was on retreat for myself for a week. In my home, all I did was meditate for a week and ate and slept and meditated. And at the end of that, I was told, you're a spiritual teacher, and it's time to step into that. And all I could do was have a meltdown. It was like, there is no way. I do not have what it takes. This is insane. Can't do it. What the hell? Who so, do you think you are? <laughs> so there are so many things coming up for me right now. Because first of all, when you said I was on retreat, I was like, oh, how lovely. That's where my mind went. I was like, oh, how lovely. And then you described being holed up in your home, doing nothing but meditation and basically eating, sleeping, meditation and waste disposal. And that was how you, and, and the word that comes to me is tortured yourself for a week. And I, and, and I know, <laughs> I know there are people that are going to be listening and we're like, Tanya, remember, you're the one who nags people about meditation. So I will be the first to say the, the longest I have personally managed to meditate is somewhere in the land of 45 minutes. Um, and I consider myself like, so new to meditation because I resisted it in my life for so long. Um, so as you tell this story, I'm like, you meditated for a week? Oh my God. But then you made it better because then you were like, and then at the end, the message that I got was you're a spiritual teacher. And then you said you were like devastated. All you could do is cry. And, at the exact, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, after a week of torture, this is what happened to you. And then I know, I understand that that's a gift, but I must say that every cell in my being is like, that moment must have actually been the biggest what the fuck. Absolutely. It was the biggest what the fuck in my entire life. It was too hard to accept. You know, the what the fuck is it's too hard. It's inconceivable. Inconceivable is one of the criteria for explaining something as traumatic. It was inconceivable. I could I could not after I'd meditated and and you know I, I meditated a lot. And the the I, I used to in that retreat. And I used to do a lot, I used to do more retreats back then, four hours nonstop, just one restroom break in the middle, four hours nonstop, just meditation and go deeper, deeper, deeper. And I had, it was my, I had a very magical experience on that retreat um, where I heard the music of the spheres, what's called the music of the spheres. And it's, I could hear these angels singing and this music. And I, I thought, someone's playing that it was outside of my home it's, it's somewhere else and and i went and and tried to listen and wherever i went it followed me it was everywhere and i realized somehow it was coming from me and then after that retreat 
uh, someone who knew more about that explained to me. And it's you move into a state where you're so in touch with the entire cosmos. And it was so beautiful. It was so, and so for hours, there I was listening to the music of the spirit. So that was a wonderful peak moment. And then, and then I think the guidance came at the end because I was so open. I was so in touch with the universe and the universe is like, now she's finally going to hear this. Whereas when I heard it before, I was like, no, I'm not letting that in. Absolutely not. Resistance. I am the queen of resistance. Right? Okay. So listen, no, though. No. So I have to jump in and say, okay, you know what? There are going to be people who are listening to this who are like, this woman just said she heard the music of the cosmos. And okay, she's, she's nuts. And, and I'm going to, and my response to that is, as you were talking about the music of the cosmos, I was like, of course you did, because you created enough stillness and you created enough centeredness that you were able to tap into universal energy, not just the energy of whatever is in front of your fucking nose. The other thing, the other thought that I have is like, we consider ourselves to be such and, but we aren't intelligent beings as humans. We are the smartest species. We are the most whatever, thriving, whatever, destructive, call it there for what it really is, species. But, you know, all of our technology has advanced. There have been so many advancements in so many parts of our way of living. You know, I can, I can pick up a phone and look at someone across the world and talk to them live because of technology, but we stopped with our senses. We stopped, we were like, oh, looks like we've got five, we're done, right? And, and we know that dogs, for example, have a different level of sense of energy and communication than we do, but we've stopped at ours, right? So when you talk about hearing the music of the cosmos, the angels and how that sound followed you to me I'm like oh she was she 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 created enough stillness to be able to tap into another plane of energy level of communication call it what it is I see you nodding what are you thinking yes, yes. I, I love what you're saying and yes it's the it, it is the stillness and what what creates the stillness to me, there's a precursor because stillness, I remember when I was in India and I, I, you know, did, I did a lot of upward meditation. I did my yoga teacher training and I stayed in a couple of ashrams. I mean, I really meditated a lot and there's, you can say you can have stillness and, um, and there's even a passion in meditation is you are to stay still where the type of meditation I do, if, I, if my nose is itchy, I'm going to scratch it. It's, it's comfort. It's more about comfort, not discomfort. Oh, you have the stabbing pain in your shoulder and you just have to move beyond it through the stillness. No, uh, get up and do some stretches, <laughs> make yourself feel better. And that's why I'm about healing and empowerment because what I was actually doing on that retreat was healing. So it's through the stillness that I could heal myself at such a deep level that then I opened up more. I created more space through that stillness. The stillness is the precursor. It's the prerequisite to do the deep inner healing and then come out through 
with empowerment. And so the universe, God, source, is forever trying to support us 100% of the time. If we don't let that in, if we're blocked to that, that's what energetic blocks are. Yeah. We, we can't let it in. I could not, for the most part of my mind, I could not let that what the fuck moment in. You're mm. a spiritual teacher. And mm. yet, yet, it was the first time I accepted it to a certain degree. Right. I, I had enough openness and I had done enough healing and empowerment that created the space for that. And yes, it's through the stillness. And it for me, it was also also about the internal work. So so when I meet with people who are feeling stuck, everybody I work with is feeling stuck either in their career, their business, relationships, health even weight loss, they've, they've done absolutely everything and then some it's not working. Um, and spiritually, people people get stuck. Something is in the way. They're, they're not getting the results they want. And most people I work with have tried a lot of things. And most people I work with have done a fair bit of personal work. And so they, they have learned how to heal and become empowered to a certain extent. And yet it's time for them to go deeper. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's where, you know, I have a lot of years of practice at, at going deeper and I love it. And it's hard. It's intense and yet so rewarding. So rewarding. Oh my gosh, Cheryl, I could talk to you for hours. This is so, so beautiful. If you had a message, if you, what message would you give to our listeners if they are like feeling stuck in some way, what would you say to them? I would say surrender to it, go into it. When we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling angry, sad, scared, we, most of us, including myself, have been conditioned to not feel that, to move away from it, to move into something else. That's where we wanna go, we wanna move away, which is really what feeds addictions you know, alcoholics are often the most sensitive people, sensitive and caring, but the world is just so much for them. So they have to drink or, or being a shopaholic or porn addiction, whatever it is, whatever the thing is, we, we, we are reaching to feel better. And so if we open up and surrender to it, say, oh, this is serving me. Every single difficulty that we are given is a challenge for us to grow. The universe is saying, here you go, get through this one because you're going to develop the muscles that you need to fulfill your soul's purpose. So even that I had to, I had, you know, my big what the fuck moment that I couldn't accept. I wanted to move away from, but I stayed in it and I cried and I cried and I cried. And, and then I did over time develop the muscles to be able to stand here and say, you can call me a spiritual teacher, a spiritual coach, a spiritual leader, a spiritual healer. I'm a spiritual everything. That's my thing, healing and empowerment through spirituality, whatever that is. And I am proud to wear that now. I change lives, seriously. You know, it's nothing is more rewarding. That's not where I was before. So I developed the muscle and then now I can help others do the same, get beyond our fear of our greatness is often the biggest fear in life. And so now I can help others move beyond their blocks, their resistance, their fear around stepping into their greatness. 
and it's it's deep work it's intense but oh, so worthwhile okay so i have an idea cheryl um i would love to continue this conversation so this is my thought um i want to make sure that everyone knows how to get in touch with you. I will make sure that information goes into the show notes. I will, I would like to book a chakra reading with you and we can record it or not. Um, and then we can do a follow-up to that experience, having a chakra reading myself. And also your experience of being the reader and healer on the other side. Would you be open to doing that? Absolutely. What a great idea. And I, you know, uh, you can you can air the chakra reading or not. Sometimes it's very, very well, it's often very, very personal. Right. Um, but absolutely, I would, I would that would be so much fun. I would love to do that. Wouldn't what a that be incredible, idea. incredible? You know, I just my thought was I have never had an and people who know me know that I have had plenty of psychic readings and I have experienced Reiki and, um, but I've never had, I have never experienced a chakra reading and I'm very honest and very open and very vulnerable about my servings of what the fuck's through life. Right. And how I have resisted or surrendered to some of those. Um, and, you know, and that does include everything from learning that I was sexually abused to struggling with a relationship following that, you know, with my mom, which I still believe is in a path of healing, um, and right through to obviously the death of my husband. There have been so many things I've had to surrender to, if you will, in this life, lessons. And I'm very, very honest and vulnerable about them because I believe that's why I'm actually here. That's my life's purpose, you know, and, and I come back to, I have the words inspire hope tattooed on the inside of my wrist in my mother's handwriting. This is my life's purpose. And so, you know, it does mean for me a certain level of vulnerability as well. And so maybe the universe, maybe our listeners are meant to hear my chakra reading, right? Because Anyone who is put on this planet to help, like I am, to inspire hope, I sure as fuck don't have it figured out. We're in this together. Right? So. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I just want to say that it's often, I mean, you've been through so much. You've been through so much. And so often we attract those people who have been through so much because we're, we're the ones who can hold them. No, we know what it's like to feel that kind of pain and you know and, I, and it brings tears to my eyes and, and my belief is one that there are you know we talk about someone's a young soul someone's an old soul and i believe that the greatest souls the greatest souls that have the greatest missions to accomplish experience the most hardship most hardship because they have a capacity to get through it all and so when you tell me your story i think well of course because you're one of those great souls you have great things to do in this life i need to share one more thing um whew, as you were speaking of old souls a friend of mine's daughter is going into the hospital today it's a big big step 
And I pulled a card for her this morning. And the card I pulled for her was old soul. And I feel like this is just the reminder. Um, this is just the reminder of trusting the universe, even in these really, really difficult things that we have to surrender. To. Um, and, and I just, it's a reminder. So thank you for that as well. You just never know what twists and turns this is going to take. Yeah. Um, but yes. Yes. So if you're up for it, let's give them some real world and we'll do, we'll do a reading in the future and they can stay tuned for that. And my beautiful listeners, our beautiful listeners, um, we'll probably have to do a follow-up after that as well. So if Cheryl's up for it, I just think it would be incredible. It would be incredible. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I would love it. And I, I just really appreciate your transparency at a deep level. And one of the key words that you said is, you know, what we're meant to surrender to, because that is part of it. It's the surrender is really the opening up. And, uh, and I, I've actually developed practices. It's a very different posture uh, that I was, was led to do. But if, if people can just remember, okay, if, if I'm feeling sad or afraid, or angry to just surrender to it to to allow it to allow it and and i think that's what you're used to doing there's so much power in that we think oh we're being weak we're being weak if we can't jump out of the the intense emotion really the energetic blocks are emotions that have not been completed emotions that are stuck in the subconscious that's a level i work with at the subconscious and when we move that energy it opens up, it frees up the space to become more of who we truly are. That's how the, the soul shines through. It's really the universe sh shining through us, right? And it's that, it's that, um, that's what stuck energy is. And so when we, when I do the chakra readings, I can see, oh, here we're conditioned to not feel all our emotions. And yet that's how humans are designed. Exactly. We're designed to feel emotion. So the more we resist, the more the energy stays in us. And then we attract, we develop the patterns and attract more of the same. Anyway, I could, I could go on and on about that, but I'm, I really, uh, I just really want to say how much I appreciate your, your transparency, your vulnerability here and say that you're open to be seen fully for everything, the good, the bad, and the everything in between, or however we want to label it as a human being, as a human being. And that is the that is the experience of being a human being, right? We, and and I am so aware, for example, that we're becoming. Uh, uh, the, I really feel this awareness around how we are not that we're becoming more and more afraid to trust ourselves to be vulnerable, and I think that social media for example like we could talk for hours but social media for example this is the reason i struggle to post my stuff on social media is because it doesn't feel like connection and when people are posting all their happiness i'm like oh but then nobody talks about their shit either um and you know and that's why i'm like lighten up yes we need to live with light and joy you know i believe like i say i am love and light you know and and yes there are times when i am also shit and darkness <laughs> right like that's but 
But I choose love and light over shit and darkness. And sometimes it has to be a conscious fucking decision. Yeah. Right? Okay. On that note, we could talk for hours. Cheryl, I love you so much. I am so glad that our audience is going to get more of you. But I will make sure that all of your contact information is in the show notes because I know that these people are going to want to find you and talk to you and connect with you and just feel the beauty that is you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Tanya. I love you too. And it is just, I love sitting with you, being with you in this exchange. And it really is about being of service. And I just want to thank you for uh, providing this. Uh, it's really being of service, opening yourself up to serving humanity. And so thank you for everyone who's listening to this. I hope it something in you, something that can move to be more of who you truly are. This conversation is not over, Cheryl. I'm so grateful to our listeners. Thank you for being with us, sharing the space and time that you have with us. You could be doing anything else you were meant to listen to this. It was absolutely intended to land on your heart. So from my heart to yours, so, so much love. Step into your greatness. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Listeners, it is always a joy to share space with you. Thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Lighten Up and Unstuck Your What the Fuck. From my heart to yours, have a beautiful day and we'll catch you soon. Mwah. Thanks for joining me today, my friend. If you're struggling through your own what the F moments and are ready for a more heart-centered and loving way forward, it is within you. It's time for a self-love adventure. Head on over to perfectlyimperfect.wtf for everything you need, including an amazing community, the collective beautiful humans on the same self-love adventure. If what you heard today spoke to you, please leave some love with a review. And don't forget to share this with a friend or 10. I hope to see you on the inside. <laughs>